The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Membet. Today's Daf has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi, Hashem Ishmeru Vehayehu, for continued Hatzlacha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, Biriut, health, happiness, and all good things. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied. Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihinu Began Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Rafuashulema Yosef ben Sarah Rahamim ben Adel Sarah Bat Rahel Emna Lefar Lehem Betuf Shar Hulamo Israel Amen. We begin today's daf on Mem Aleph Amuchini starting with the new Perek, Perek Rebi'i, Perek Na'arashinit Patetam. We begin the Mishnah. Na'arashinit Patetam. The Na'ara that was seduced, that she was Nitpateta Boshta, Upigama, Uknasa, Shalabiya. So the payment of Boshet and the payment of the Pigam, of the devaluation of herself, the Knasa and the Knas of 50 Shekalim, Shalabiya, that belongs to her father. Vehatsa'ar Bitfusa, which means by a Tifusa. Tifusa is another way of saying an Anusa. Because that's the way the Torah refers to her. The Torah says, "Betafsa veshachav ima," that she was grabbed and she was violated. So therefore, it says, "Vehatsa that on a anusa there's an additional payment, as we learned earlier in the previous pedic. That's the payment of pain, which is sa'ad, that also goes to the father as well. Mishnah continues, "Amda bedin." Let's say, the lady, let's say, with the case of Anusa, and she went to, they went to Din, Amda Bedin, and the father was still alive at the time of Ha'amada Bedin, that they went to court in order to get his payments, so the money belongs to the father, which means, even though, let's say, he didn't actually get the monies yet. However, once already they went to Dean, and the judge was posik, that the money belongs to him, so therefore, it belongs to him, and therefore, meta'av, if the father dies subsequently, So in that case then, they belong, it belongs to the brothers, which means because they inherit, since it's the father's money now, it's coming to the father, well he died, but since it's coming to him, so when he dies, the brothers, which means the brothers of the girl, which is the father's children, the boys, they will be Yoresh. But let's say, the father died before they were actually able to go to the deen, to the court. So then the monies belong to the actual girl herself, either to the Anusa or the Mefuta. Let's say, they went to deen, they went to the court, 
and they had a ruling before she became a bogeret, meaning while she was still a ni'ara, harehen shel av. So then the money belongs to the father, and therefore meta av, the father died, harehen shel achin. So it goes to her brothers, means to the father's boys. Lo speak alamot bidin ad shebagra. However, if they didn't go to the din until she became a bogeret, that means twelve and six months, harehen shel atzma. So then the Payments belong to her. It's not look at exactly which payments we're talking. For sure, we're talking about the uh, kanas. It's a question if even the boshet and the pegam will also belong to her as well. Rabbi Shimon Omer, im lo espik al gbot ad shemetaav harein shel atzma, which means Rabbi Shimon says that it's not enough. For the father to be zocher with the money. But you also need payment. And therefore, if let's say already there was a court case, but so long as the father did not actually get the money, as the Mishnah says, if he didn't actually get paid, so therefore they goes back to the girl. And therefore, the boys do not inherit Mishnah concludes, that is the um, profits that she makes from her work, let's say a girl, that she made, let's say, when her father was still alive, or let's say she finds a lost object, even though let's say she didn't get paid yet, which means her employee, her employer owes her money, doesn't matter. If the father dies, it's considered as if it was the father's, and therefore the brothers inherit. Because since the father was zochef from these items from when he was alive, he's able to be morishtis, he's able to inherit it to his children. Now, it's not similar to a knas, because that she says that the Buddha Matthila tweeted that she ma'asiyadeha she'asta b'chayi aviyat so on the top of Membet this means her work her handiwork that she did when the father was still alive afapi shelo gavta kegon schar perola she didn't get paid yet meta'av and the father died haren shel achin the money goes to the brothers the meshibah le'olam zachabu ha'ab it's not similar to a knas. She's when it comes to knas, you actually have to have a case. Once the case was judged and the money is owed to the father, then already it turns into mamon, and therefore we can be yoreshit to his children. Because he could really uh, portray himself from before. So, Knas is not considered Mamon. But these items over are considered Mamon. So, even though they didn't get to him yet, since it's owed to him, it's considered like it's his yet, and therefore he's able to be Yoreshit. Let's read it as she's at the beginning of the Mishnah. Right? The Tsar goes to the father when she is an Anusa. Bitfusa, we call her Lishna Dikra, because that's the language of the Pasuk, Vetapsa, Vishakab Ima. Lo ispika lamud bedin, which means if they did not get to the judgment yet, Kebandilo Amda Bedin, since they did not be Omid Bedin yet, that was the case in the Mishnah. 
Lab mamonu lirushol banab. So the knas is not considered mamon because they didn't go to court yet. So therefore, he's not yoresh that money to his children because we have a rule. And Adam murish libno zechut zechtalo Torah bebito, which means a person is not yoresh to his child, to his children. Let's say these zechuyot in the knas or according to some opinions the boshin the pegam. So if they went to court already, so it's considered his. So therefore, he can be rich to his children. But if they didn't go to court yet and he died, so then they go straight to her. Meta'av, Meshe'amda bedin benaruteha, ben bagra kodemita ben lo bagra. If the father died, Meshe'amda bedin, so then already, if it was after the court case he died, aden shel achin, tekeban de'amda bedin, zakha behem ha'avri. Once the father already Went to court, even though the money didn't come to him yet, it's like it is his. Bishamon says, no. The Bishamon says, no, it's got to be more. It's got to actually come to his hands. Comes the Gemara and says, What is this Mishnah actually teaching us? Tanina, we learned it in the previous parak. The mefateh has to pay three payments. He pays boshet, pegam, and the knas. And the ones has to pay four payments. He pays the boshet, the pegam. He also has to pay tsar plus the knas. So therefore, what exactly is the Arushan Mishnah? We know this already. So the Gebarah says, The Hidush is that the payments go to the Father. So the Gebarah says, of course, we know the payments go to the Father. How do we know that? From the fact that a mifateh has to pay these payments. That, that automatically tells us it goes to the Father. Because if the payment goes to the girl, which means why would he have to pay? The mifateh already paid it with the mifateh that it was midata. Which means when a lady is seduced, she does it willingly. So therefore, why would the Mishnah say that a mifateh has to pay money? Unless you tell me it goes to the father. Because if you tell me it goes to her, of course you wouldn't have to pay her. Because uh, she did it willingly. So she's mochelim. Ella, we know already that the payment goes to the father. And the fact that it says the mifateh has to pay the, the payment. Uh, so if the, the mifateh has to pay, obviously it's going to the father. It's not going to her. Because again, if it was going to her... Certainly, she would be um, she would be exempt. So she could she would she, she wouldn't accept the payment because she was mochel. So again, the question of the Gemara is, what's the hadush of the Mishnah? We know already the payments. We also know the law of uh, that it goes to the father. So the Gemara says, Amda bedin itzterichale. We need the case of Amda bedin when they went to court. That what? That according to the rabbis, once they went to court, the money is considered all the fathers. And if, even before he got paid. And therefore, if he dies, the money goes to the children. However, according to the Bishim'on, if they just went to court, until he gets the payment to his hand, it's not considered his, and therefore he cannot be Yoreshit to his children. So that is the Hidush of the Mishnah, the argument of Rabbi Shimon and Banan in the case of Amda Bedin. Tenanatam, we learned in the Mishnah the following case. 
Anasta ufitita et biti. Which means, guy comes along and says, You were me'anes, or you were mefateh, my daughter. Vehu omer, and he comes along and says, the, the fellow, Lo anasti, velo pititi, I did not do it. Mashbi'achani. So he comes along and says, I'm going to make you swear. Ve'amar, amen. He says, I swear. He says, amen. Meaning he's swearing that he did not do it. Now normally, when a person swears on something, and then let's say he's found guilty, he has to pay in a monetary case, not only the money that he swore falsely again, but the Torah puts a penalty that's called the Chomesh. He has to add a fifth. That's a penalty. That's called Keren Vachomesh. Plus he must bring a Korban Asham. So in this case, the guy is telling him, you Anes, my daughter, you Mifateh, my daughter. He said, I was not. So he says, I'm making you swear. He says, Amen, I swear. And then what? Ve'arkach, hoda. And then he admitted. So now, once he admitted, the deen is Hayav. Now he has to make the Korban Asham, because he swore falsely. And he also has to make the payments why? Because the law is when a person makes a shivuah, and then it was a shivuah, it was a false swear. Now is he have to pay the keren? He has to add a homish, and he has to also uh, bring a korban asham. That's the shita of the hachamim. Now, the mishnah continues. Rabbi Shimon Poter. The Bishmon says no. In this case over here it's patur. She'enu mishalem knas al pi atzmo. Because this case over here, he's swearing on a knas. He's swearing that I don't owe the 50 shekalim. And the Torah says the only time you pay keren ve'chomesh if you swear falsely, if it's mamon. If it's a monetary case. But this is only a knas case. And how do we know it's a knas case? Because if he himself would admit that he did it, he would be patur. That proves us that it's kenas. So therefore, the Bisham all looks at it as, this is a kenas case, and therefore it's not subject to the law of swearing falsely, therefore he does not have to pay kerem omish. So he says, Amru no. So the rabbi said, You're right. Like the knas, I understand that he would not have to pay. But this case over here, there's also monetary payments. Forget about the knas, there's boshin and pegam. And therefore he swore false that he doesn't know this boshin and pegam. And since that's a monetary payment, so the deen is now that he swore falsely, he has to pay the keren, the homage on the boshin and the pegam. That's monetary. That means he was kofer, he denied when he swore falsely on the monetary. Which means Hachamim hold that the main thing that he's swearing on is the monetary. And that's what the guy was toveyahim, was claiming him. Therefore, since it's monetary, so he has to pay. So again, let's just review we have a machloket between Rabbi Shimon and Hakamim, a guy comes along and says, You are Ma'anes, my daughter. You are Mefateh, my daughter. He comes along and says, I did not do that. He says, Okay, I'm going to make you swear. He says, Amen. Which means he says, It's as if he swore. And then he comes along and admits. He says, You know something? I did it. So Bishop one says, Well, 
He did it. It's not considered swearing on a monetary obligation because all of this is a knas. Because even if he would if he would admit it on himself, then he did it. We'd be exempt from the knas because modem knas patur. Therefore, since it's a knas, knas not subject to the law of kerim b'chomish and korban hashem. Whereas hachamim say no. Maybe on the knas you're right. It's considered not obligated, but you have the law of. And therefore he's obligated to kill him and a korban. Now, Abaye is the question from Rabbi. A person tells his friend, Anasta upitita et biti. Comes along and says, You will ma'anes or you will mefateh my daughter. And already I took you to court. And you were obligated to me the money. This never happened. I wasn't manes, I wasn't mefate, you never took me to court. And I was not obligated to any money. And he swore. And then vehoda. And then he ended up admitting. So the question is, let it be Shimon Mai. According to Rabbi Shimon, that we learned earlier that normally says when a person swears on a knas, so therefore it's not considered swearing on mamon, and therefore he doesn't have to pay kenev homish. However, here maybe it's different. Kivan de amad bedin, since already there was a court case, mamonahu mechayev adea korban shibua. I'll say now already since it's obligated because the judge already was prosecuted. That he owes the knas, so that comes into a monetary obligation. Therefore, now that he swore falsely on it, maybe he has to pay kerem v'chomash to bring a korban or dilma, or maybe no. Or maybe listen, since intrinsically it's a knas, even though let's say it was hamad bedin, it's a knas. Therefore, there's no kerem v'chomash on a knas type of payment. So that was the question that Abaye asked Rabbah. So Rabbah answers, Mamunahu or mechayev alei korban shavua. No. It's monetary, which means once you're ready that ha'amada bedin, so therefore he's obligated to pay that money. So that kenas turns into a deen of mamon. So when he denied it and swore falsely on it, he has to pay kenan v'chomish and bring a korban. So now Abaye asks a question on Abad that says it was mamon. The bishimon or made a bishimon says, Yachoda or made a chavero. What about a case where a person tells his friend, Anasta u pititat beti, you ma'anesum you mufatneh by daughter. And he says, I did not. Or another case, Your shod killed my even therefore he's asking him for a payment of 30 shkalim. And he's coming along saying, No, it did not. Or he said, Avdo. Hepalta, or his servant is coming to tell the guy, Hepalta et shini besimitat eni. Either you knocked out my tooth or you blinded my eye, which is the law that says what? David goes free and the, and the master has to pay him a, has to uh, uh, send him out free. And that's like a knas. That what? That if a master hits his Ayyavid's eye or knocks out his tooth, he has to go out free. And that's his claim. And he comes along and says, No. I did not. And he swore in all these cases that he didn't do it. And then he admitted, Is he going to be Hayav? The common lament in all these cases, these are Kenaz cases. So he swore falsely on them. Is he going to have to pay once he admits? Which means the, the Pasuk that talks about a person that makes a Shivwa. 
and force him, has to pay care of the homage, the language of the Pasuk is, he denied to his friend on a collateral, which is monetary, so I never got the collateral, or he's denied that he never took the money, which is again a case of monetary, or in the, he didn't steal the money, or Eshik is a type of, or Ashak at Amito, or Matzah Abeda, or he found, let's say, an object, a lost object, he denied it, so in all those cases, where it's monetary, and he swore false, he trusts us to pay care of a homage, so the Gemara says, just like all the examples, the Torah gives us as monetary, I've called Shehen Mamon, so to cases that are monetary, Yatsu Elu Shem Kenas. all these cases that we just said, these are considered Kenas. And therefore, uh, and what is the deen of the uh, right over here? The deen is being said that Rabbi Shimon is coming to say that these cases are Kenas, if he's not going to be Hayab. So the Gemara continues, My love, Beshe'amad Bedin. And the most the case must be talking about what? Where there was Ha'amada Bedin. Meaning what? Which means, let's say, he took them to one court. And the one court came along and they held him guilty that he's obligated. And then what? He comes along and the guy didn't pay yet. So he takes it to another Bedin in order to... To, to get his uh, money, and in the second betin he comes along and says, "I never, uh, I never did these things." So we're talking about, even though it was a case of Hamadab, let's give one example. The guy came along and said, uh, "You and it's my daughter." They went to the betin, the betin obligated them. Then already when they wanted to get paid, he didn't want to pay, so they went to the betin. He said, "I never did it." So even though it's a case of Hamadab and still was Rabbi Shimon saying that why it's considered a class. So that's against what Rabbah said. Rabbah said, Ibn Ahmadah bin Iskutsirim, Mamon, the difference is going to be Hayab, a Kenneb Chomish. Where Rabbi is coming along and saying, No, you see a case of Hamadah Bedin, and still, why he considers the Knast if he does not have to pay the Kenneb Chomish. So Rabbah says, No, Bishalo Ahmad Bedin. I'll tell you the case was there was no Hamadah Bedin. So since there was no Hamadah Bedin, there is still a Knast. So Rabbah says, No. The Resha of that Braitha was talking about a case of Ahmad Abedin, which we'll see immediately. So if the Resha was talking about a case of Ahmad Abedin, the Sefa as well must be talking about Ahmad Abedin. Dictani Resha, because it says in the Resha, Enli Ela Debarim Shemishalmi Malem Betakeren Tashtu, which means I only know that you have to pay. Keren Bahomesh. On items where you have to only pay kerem, which means it's a monetary payment when you swear falsely. Tashlumekefer, but how do you know, let's say, Tashlumekefer, that's the person that stole, that he has to pay class, he has to pay double. Tashlumekefer, that's where he stole, and he sold the animal or slaughtered it, he has to pay four or five. That on its way, they also have to pay a class of 50 shekelim, they also have to pay a class of 100 shekel if he said, let's say, that his wife wasn't a betula, and it was found out that she was. All these cases of class, let's say he swore falsely, minayin, how do you know that he Pays in these cases, Tamud Omar, Umaala Maal. In the Pasukah of Shivu'ah, it says Umaala Maal, double language. Maala Maal, which means he swore falsely, but it says Umaala Maal, Riba. And the fact that it has a double language, it comes to include even these cases that are Knas cases, that if he swore falsely on them, he's going to have to pay. Kerin the Chomish and bring a Korban. What's the case? Either lo Ahmad Bedin. If it's talking about whether it was lo Ahmad Bedin, in this case, whether they didn't go to court at Kefilami Ika. So there's no case of Kefil. Kefil is only paid after he's found guilty in court. 
but until he's found guilty in court, he doesn't have to pay the kefir. So the case must be for Tumat Kefir that was Ahmad Abedin. El Abshita Bishamad Bedin. Umidresha Bishamad Bedin. Sifanami Bishamad Bedin. Oh, so what we told you, the Resha is Ahmad Abedin, like we just proved. So the Sifaz also. And what we just say in the Sifaz, Rabbi Shimon says, even though it's Ahmad Abedin, it's considered a Knas. And therefore, he does not have to pay. Can of the homage is not chayav a korban asham for the shavuot. So that's question of Bayez Eskinan You said that the case of Hamad Abedin is considered mamon. Therefore, when he swore falsely, he has to he has to pay. It's not so. We see the bishop wants to see even Hamad Abedin is considered knas. So Amar le. So Rabbi Kazon says Yachilna l'shenu yalach. If I wanted to, I can answer you. Resha b'shamad bedin, b'sefa b'shelo amad bedin. I could have answered you that the resha is talking about b'shamad bedin, and the sefa is shelo amad bedin. Vechula Rabbi Shimoni. I can tell you the whole bright as Rabbi Shimon. And Rabbi could say like this: In the resha was case considered the case of b'shamad bedin. That's why it's considered mamon. And that's why he has to pay care of the homish. And I'll tell you, the sefa is talking about Shilu Ahmad Bedin. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's talking about Shilu Ahmad Bedin. That's why it's considered a class, which is not an answer. The Rishah is talking about one case, and the sefa is about a different case. And therefore, uh, it's all the Bishamon. But however, Vishinuye Dehike Lomishaninalak. But I'm not going to answer you that, because that's a dahuk, that's a difficult answer to say over. Why? Deem Ken, Amar, because you'll tell me back, Litni Reshar Bishim Onomer. Let the Brighta just say in the beginning, Rabishim Onomer, and then give us both cases. Or Litni Sefad Rabishim Onomer. At the end of both cases, let it just say the Rabishim On. Which means, why did you put Rabishim On's name in the middle? You brought me case one. And then you said, Rabbi Shimon Omer, and you brought me the second case. Which means that both cases of Rabbi Shimon, it just should have said either in the beginning of case one, Rabbi Shimon Omer, or at the end of case two, the Rabbi Shimon. So it's matched by, it's really two different opinions. So then we're back to the question, how is Rabbah going to answer up the Braita? Again, let's review the question. According to Rabbah, he understands... That what? That even in a case where you have Ha'amada Bedin, or actually when you have a case of Ha'amada Bedin, so now what happens? The guy swore falsely, so we're going to say what? According to Rabbi Shimon, it's considered Mamun, and therefore he's going to have to pay Kerim Bahomish, and he's going to have to be a Qurban Asham. I, Abaye, asked. From another bright that's mashma that even after Ha'amada Bedin, it's still considered a knas according to the Bishamon. So how is Rabbah going to answer? Eli comes along and says, Kula Bishamad Bedin. I'll tell you the Resha and the Sefa is talking about Ha'amada Bedin. The Resha Rabbanan. And the Resha is following the opinion of the banan. And that's why in the Resha it says, well, it's considered mamon, and therefore he's hayav ken v'chomesh, because once when there's ha'amada, it's a monetary, it's like it's not a knas anymore. Oh, the sefa, Rabbi Shimon, that the sefa is talking about ha'amada bedin, that calls it a knas, that's going like Rabbi Shimon. But what? Umodira l'achlenyan korban which means, I'll admit to you that what that when it comes to a korban, a korban shivua, which means the korban for the shivua that he made, I'll admit to you what 
Terachmana Patre Bevichichesh, which is even if it was Amad Bedin, you're right, it's going to be Patur. Uh, because what? We have the Pasuk of Vichichesh Ba'amito. And really what? Normally I'll tell you, it's bottom line, it's, it's, it's a knas. Vichi ka'amina, and that what I said. It's mamona ve lorisho de banav. Different deen. Rabbah says, that what I told you before. That in the case of ones and mefateh, that after Ahmad Abedin is considered mamon, not Lenyan Shavua. Lenyan Shavua really tell you it's considered a knas. However, it's considered mamon the Rishon the Banav, which means once already there was a Amadab Bedin, so then already it's considered mamon that if he dies, even though he didn't get paid yet, so it's considered like it's his, and therefore it goes to his children, it goes to the boys. So again, let's review exactly how Rava is answering over here. Let's read the Rashi. Omodina lach le'inyan korban shivu'ah. The Rabbi Shimon afagav da'amad bedin. Which means, I'll say what, according to Rabbi Shimon afagav da'amad bedin, even though it was amada, lo mechayev ade korban shivu'ah. Which means, really, I'll tell you, it's not considered mamon. It's really considered a case of kenas. Aye, so when did I say that it's considered Mamon, what is Amada Bedin? They can be something else. Lorisho de Banav, Meshe Amad Bedin, Umet Achilo speak the Gbotareu Shil Ahia Veloshela. Exactly. So therefore, the Gemara is coming along and saying like this. The whole Bright, I mean, the Resha and the Sefa is talking about whether it was Amada Bedin. Now, the Resha is going to hold what? That is indeed considered Mamon. If it is Amada Bedin, it is considered Mamon, and therefore he has to. He has to pay. Aye, and therefore he has to be kidding by Homish. The Sefa is also Amada Bedin, but that's the Rabbi Shimon. And he's going to say, Legabe the law of Shivu'ah, I don't care. Even though it's Amada Bedin, and he made a Shivu'ah, it's still considered a Knas. Aye, but Baba, you told me it's considered Mamon after Amada Bedin. No, when I said it's considered Mamon after Amada Bedin, for a different law. Not for the case of Shivu'ah Shav. For the case of that the father took him to court and then he died so it doesn't matter since he took him to court it's mamon meaning it's belonging to the father this money and therefore if he dies it goes to the children Etibe the Gemara has a question according to this interpretation if let's say if let's say he didn't get Paid, the father didn't get paid yet. Ad shemetaav, and then the father died. Harehen shel atzma. So the money goes to the girl. Didn't we learn in our Mishnah that if the father dies before he gets paid, according to Bishmon, Hamadab bedin is not enough. You have to have Hamadab bedin, and he has to actually get paid. But if he didn't get paid yet, it goes to her. But if you tell me that if the Hamadab bedin is considered mamon. That what? That even before he gets it, so then he, the children are being Yoresh, Amai. Why should she get it? Which means it should go to the children. 
So, Amarava, so Rava said, Hai Milta, Kesha'e Baraba, the Rabbi Yosef, which means this question, Rabba, the Rabbi Yosef, they had this question for 22 years. That was the time that Rabba sat as the Rosh Hashiva. He was Rosh Hashiva for 22 years, and after he died, Rabbi Yosef took over, Velo Ifrak, but they did not answer it. Adiyativ, Rabbi Yosef Bereshah, until what? Rabbi Yosef became the Rosh Hashiva, Ufirkan, he answered it, and he said, Shariyatam, that case over there of the Ones and Mefateh is different, which means, the reason why it's said in the Mishnah, that what? In Echanami, we know that Ones and Mefateh, after Hamada Bedin, we're considering normally what? It's considered Mamon, the Gebed Horish, to the children. But Honest Mifat is a different type of knas. All other knas, you're right. Once there's Hamada Bedin, it's considered Mamon, it's considered the fathers, therefore if he dies, it goes to the children. But Honest Mifat are different. Why? This is Vinatan, that he has to actually give it to the father. It doesn't belong to the father until he actually gets it. Which is why honest mefateh, it's a different deen. And therefore, since, let's say, even though there was Hamada Bedin, father didn't get the money, he died, it goes to her. So honest mefateh is different. However, and that which Rabbah said that Rabbi Shimon holds, Mamonav, it is considered Mamon, after Hamada Bedin, that the children will get it, Bish'an Kenasot. That's talking about other Kenasot. So there comes out, we're making another Hiduk here in Rabbah. And we're saying like this, that the Bisham on holds, that while after Hamada Bedin, by all other Kenasot, is considered Mamon. Legabe what? Legabe the deen of meaning, if let's say the father, or the, let's say, let's give an example, uh, a, 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 a fellow comes along and says, your ox killed my Evet Kenani. So that's a Knas case. So he took the uh, guy to court, and let's say he was found uh, guilty that he has to pay, and then let's say the guy, uh, the, the owner of the Evet died. So now, in that case, since it's considered Mamon, so therefore the owner's children will be Yoresh, that money. That's what the, he was saying. Look at the other Kenasim. However, it doesn't work that way. By the law is that it's not the father's until he actually gets it. Because the Pasuk says, Venatan. Now that's why Amishnah says that if the father, before he gets it, it doesn't belong to the children, it goes to her. If you're working with this Venatan, until he gets it, by a case of an Eved, with our case we just said, where let's say, an ox gourd, somebody's Eved, where he has to pay, he'll give it to the Adon. Are you going to tell me what? And until the Adon gets it, it's not considered his? Because again, you're going to say the word Yiten, so why did you only say by honest mifateh? Lechaurah, you have the word yitin also by the case of a shor that kills an evit kanani. So you should say also there's three exceptions. That why? That it's not considered mamon of the yorshim until the owner gets it. Lechaurah says there's a difference. Yitin lechud, venatan lechud. Which means yitin is different than venatan. Yitin ladunav is master. That was like a commandment. Which means he's always obligated to give it to the master. Yitin. Under all circumstances. However, venatan 
Natan is mashma only after he gave it. So by honesty, in fact, only after the father gets it, then already he can be Yonesh to his children. But until then, it doesn't go to the children. By the case of Evan, Yitan means he always should give it, which means even, let's say, um, he dies, it's still considered Mamon. And therefore, Yitin. However, by Oles Mefateh, only until it was given, Venatan. So comes the Gemara and says, if you tell me that what the Knas of Oles Mefateh is different than all other Knasot, that it's not considered Mamon, even after Ha'amada Bedin. So now the question is, we go back to the Braita. The Braita said what? Tamud Omar now from the Pasuk, by the case of Shavuat Shav, it says that what? That we said that this Knas is not similar to Mamon payments. And therefore you tell me what? That, that that's why you tell me in the case of Shavuat Shav it's considered a Knas. And therefore according to Rabbi Shimon, he's not going to be Chayab uh, to pay Talmud Omar Venatan Mevi'ileh Which means Rabbi Shimon should have brought the main pasuk of Venatan He should have said the reason why it's not considered Mamon is because the pasuk is Venatan So why did he bring the pasuk in the Braita above? To see in the Braita above Let's go to the Braita It was on the Amud Rishon So you know where we're holding the Braita was on the Amud Rishon, starting two lines before they got wide. The Bishamamur Yachol, Amel Havero, Anasta, Upitita, and Biti. Right? The guy claimed that he was Manes from Mephatem, my daughter. And he came along and said, I didn't do it. And then already he swore. Right? He swore falsely. So it says in the Braita, Yachol, Yachayab, is he going to be Hayab? So he brings a Pasuk, Tamud Omar, Vichihesh. And he comes along and says, bottom line, it's a knas, and therefore he's not going to be hayav. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Why are you bringing me that pasuk of Bring me the real pasuk of Venatan. To teach me what? That until the Sha'at Nitina, it's not considered Mamon. So So he says, the reason why I need the pasuk of to tell me that there's no considered there's no payment of Homesh and Asham. Kegon she'amda bedin. where there was hamada bedin ubagra, and she became, let's say, a bogeret. Umeta, then she died. Tehatam over there the hadushes kikayarit aviha. When the father is going to inherit it, minadida kayarit. So the father is going to be zoche the knats from her. Because according to the Bishamon, if as long as he didn't get paid and then she became a bogeret, so already it's hers. And therefore, even before she got the knas, it belongs to her. And therefore the Hadush is that when she dies, so therefore he is going, the father is going to be Yoresh, even before it came to his hands. So comes again. So that's the Pasuk. So again, that which I normally I know it's a knas from the pasuk venatan. We have a special gezrat to do by onus mifateh that until the father gets to the knas nafkamina. If let's say there's hamada bedin and he swears falsely and then the, uh, he admits, doesn't matter. It's a knas. Therefore, he doesn't have to pay kenev v'chomish. So what is the pasuk vichesh telling me? So the case of vichesh tell me a different case. 
that what? Well, let's say there was Ahmad Abedi, and then she became a Bogeret. And therefore the girl goes to her the money. And then what happens? And she died. So over there, according to the Bishimon, the Hidush is what? That the father is going to get the money, Minadida, from, from her, because it went to her, Kayarit. So comes the Gabbana says, Yacheh, asks, that one should tell me above. That what? That Abishwan says, Yipatu from Kurban and Kerem Vachome, just told by where there was Hamad Abedin. Yatsu Elu Shehem Kenas. When you came and told me that what? That all these cases, Yatsu Elu Shehem Kenas, how could you, in okay, the right above, and Amud Rishon, it said what? The only time that you have to pay Kerem Vachome is in cases of Mamun. Yatsu, and then the last line says, Ma elum yuhadim shem mamon, af kol elu shem mamon, yatsu elu shem kenas. Well, it's really not a kenas. After Ahmadah bedin, these cases are really mamon. So why does the Brayta say it's kenas? So Gavras says, yatsu elu shem kenas, mamonu. Amar of Nehman Baritzak, yatsu elu sheikaran kenas. Which means these items over here are initially kenas. And therefore, according to Rabbi Shimon, when does a person have to pay, according to Rabbah, when does a person have to pay, only on items that are initially mamon items. But these items are really initially knas. Even though there was a Ahmad who turns, turns it into mamon, doesn't matter. So therefore, you're just adjusting our understanding. When we said above on Abu Dishon in the bottom line, Yatsu Elu Shem Kenas, no, they're not a knas. Because we're saying in the case of Ahmad Abedin, the way you're understanding it, that's not a class after Ahmad Abedin. After Ahmad Abedin is considered mamon. Uh, the Hadush is, no, that these items are intrinsically knas. You know, right now it turned into mamon, but then you start off as mamon. And that's why the deen is, there's no kerin vachomish. So let's just review what comes out of this gemara. Comes out of this gemara that Rabat's coming along to say that what? That we have a situation of kerin vachomish, which means a person, let's say, was ma'anis. Uh, has a claim against that he was ma'anis a lady, and he comes along and denies it, and then he swears falsely, then he comes and admits. So the deen over there is that since these items are intrinsically knas items, according to the Bishim'on, even though there was ha'amadah bedin, there is going to be no uh, payment of kenan v'chomish, nor a korban asham. That's the understanding, uh, the way Rabbah understands the Bishim'on. And furthermore, Honest and Mifateh have an additional deen. And what is that additional deen? That is that if, let's say, there was Ahmad Abedin, and now the fellow owes the money to the father, so until he actually pays the father, it's not going to, to be considered the father's. And therefore, if the father dies subsequently, his children are not going to be Yoresh. Like the Mishnah said, it will go back to the girl herself. Mashi'enken in all other types of kanas, once there's already ha'amadah bedin, so the money already is belonging to the person that claimed it. And therefore if he dies, it will go to the children. So all this mefatev, especially as Ratakno Venatan, that teaches me until it gets to the father, it's not considered his to be yoreshit or to morishit to his children. However, when it comes to the law of Kerem Vachomesh, all cases over there, anything that's considered intrinsically a knas case, even though there was a Hamadah Bedin, which now turns it into a Mamon, doesn't matter. Since it intrinsically is a knas case, so therefore there is no Kerin Bahomesh. And therefore that's the way Rabbi answered that the Brayta that is talking about Hamadah Bedin. 
Whereas according to Rabbi Shimon, it's Hamadabidi, according to the Rabbanan. Since it's Hamadabidi, it's considered Mamon, it's going to be Hayav. Whereas according to Rabbi Shimon, it's Hamadabidi, but it's going to be considered Patud. Why? Because since the Pasuk says, Vichy uh, Hayesh, that's only on cases of monetary, even in the case of Hamadah Bedin. Ah, and that which Rabbah said, above that is considered a mamon. No, it's only considered a mamon, the Gabele Horish, the Banav. So it's, again, Rabbah is adjusting his original statement. Rabbah, when originally said that even if the Hamadah Bedin is considered mamon, not like a Beshivwa, the Gabeshivwa, even if the Hamadah Bedin is intrinsically called a Kanaz, and therefore he's going to be. Patur, that if the father didn't get it yet, so therefore he cannot be. Uh, it does, it's, it's mamon that what that even though the fellow didn't get it yet, the guy was claiming it is considered mamon that if he dies, the children get it. Except by honest and befateh that especially is not the venatan to teach me it's not considered his until he actually gets it. Comes Gemaranes, one more question. Etive Rabbi Shimon Poter. Rabbi Shimon says what that he does not pay. Kerem vechomesh. Nor does he have to bring an asham when he swore falsely. Sheeno meshalim kenas al pi atzmo. Because again, since this item over is considered a knas, he swore falsely on a knas, so that he doesn't know the 50, so therefore he does not have to pay. So the Gemara makes it the yuk. That's all he's talking about because there was no ha'amada bedin. Ha'amad bedin, but if there would be ha'amada bedin, the mishalim apiatsmo, because after his ha'amada bedin, so already has to pay even if he admits it's too late because he's obligated. So it's master what? Korban shivu'ah, namim hayef. So you see what the whole reason that he gave was what? Is because since it's a kanas, it can be modern and get off with. Mashwa, in the case we would not be able to be modern, so he'd be hayav. In which case he cannot be modeh. After Zahma Bedin, the judge obligated him to register. Even if he admits, it's too late his admission. So in that case, when it's going to be considered hayav, kenem v'chomesh, how could Rabbah come along and tell me that even after Zahma Bedin, there is no din in kenem v'chomesh? So it says like this, Rabbi Shimon l'divrehem d'rabbanan ka'amar le'u. Which means, that shitav there of Rabbi Shimon, he wasn't talking in his own shita. He was talking to the rabbis. And he was saying like this, According to me, even if there was Ahmad Bedin, Ahmanan Patre, Vichihesh, which means the Torah was put there, it has to be a monetary case. If it's not a monetary case, even though it turned into a monetary case, it doesn't matter. It's intrinsically a Knas case. And if honestly, if it is Knas, even though now it's a monetary case, because after Ahmad Bedin, doesn't matter. So, according to me, I don't care if it's before Ahmad Bedin or after Ahmad Bedin, you'll never, when he swore falsely in these cases, you'll never pay care of a homish. But according to you, that you do not use my Pasuk of to come and minimize these cases. At least admit to me in a case where there was no Ahmadah Bedin, it should be Patur. Because in that case over there, it's only a Knas, because if it would be more there, it would be Patur before Ahmadah Bedin, which is rabbis, you should admit to me at least before Ahmadah Bedin. What's the logic of the rabbis? Which means the rabbis hold that before Ahmadah Bedin, you're right. They give the Knas, it's considered Knas. But the reason why you have Kenan Behomish is because the claim is not of the Knas. 
The claim is joined the Boshna the Pegam. And the Boshna Pegam is monetary. And therefore he has no ability to be modet, to be patur. So therefore, the beast wants to try to say, listen, you argue with me after Amah Medin. Fine. I often behave only on monetary cases. You want to say that what? That if Ahmad Abedin is considered monetary, even though it started off as a kanas, fine, but you should admit, you should admit to me before Ahmad Abedin that what? It should be patur because it should be more there. Say, Rabbanan say no. I, because we hold that the Ikar claim that he has is not the kanas. Not asking for the 50 coins. The main claim he has is the Bosh and Pegam. Bosh and Pegam, even before Ahmad Abedin, is considered Mamon. Therefore, when he's kofed, he has to make a Shavu'ah. Pemaika Mepligi. So, what's the root of this Mahlokat? Amara Papar, Bishwan Sabar, Lo Shavik Inish Midi de Kitz. Betaba Midi de Lokitz. The Bishamon says like this a person, when he gives a claim against somebody, he's not going to leave the claim of the kanas. Because the claim of the kanas is a Set price fifty kesef, and he's not going to be toveya bosh to pegam, which is not not a fixed claim. Which means the bishmots is the main claim of the father in this case, where he says you raped my daughter, or you menaced my daughter, is on the knas. Because he knows it's a, it's a set price, and therefore he knows what the number is. So that's his main claim. So therefore, that's why the Bishamon is going to say, not Hayav Kerem Vechomesh, because the claim is on a Knas. And Knas is not subject to the law of Kerem Vechomesh and Kurban Asham. And that's his main claim. That's the opposite. That when he, the father has the claim, he's not going to claim him on something that he's not going to be able to get paid. Because if, let's say, the the claim is on Knas. The claim is only on Knas, and the fellow admits, so Modebek Knas Patur is not going to get it. He's going to make his claim on the island, he can definitely get it. Even if the guy admits, it doesn't matter. What's that? On the Bosh and the Pegam. So it comes out that we have a fantastic Mahal between the Banan and the Bishamon. In that Brayta that we talk about, the father is coming and have a claim against the guy, what was the claim? The Bishamon, the guy is going after Knas. Because the main thing is, it's a set price, he wants his Knas. Uh, he's not going to go after the Bosh and the Pegam, that's unknown how much. Also, so going after Kanas, Rabbi Shimon says, listen, Kanas, even though now it turned into Mamun, because it's Ahmad Abedin, doesn't matter, it's intrinsically a Kanas, Pasuk says Vichy Hayesh, that teaches us only items that are intrinsically Mamun, and therefore you're going to be Patur from Kenan Vachomish. Rabbanan come along and say, no, the guy's not claiming Kanas, because he knows why should he claim Kanas if the guy's going to end up admitting Modebek Nas Patur, he loses his money. And the claim that he has is what? The Bush and Pegam. The push to begin even before Ahmad Abedin is considered Mamon. And therefore the guy swears falsely, he's swearing on Mamon, and therefore since he's swearing on Mamon, it'll be Hayab, Keren, Bechomer. So that's the Mahlok between the Bishamon and the Achimim. What is the Ikar claim that the guy has? The Bishamon says it's a Kanas claim, and therefore there's no deen of Keren, Bechomer, even after Ahmad Abedin, because it's intrinsically a Kanas case, it started off a Kanas case, where Abarad say no, the original claim of the guy is a push to Pegam, because he wants to get paid. He's not going to risk it and take him and ask him for the knas. Where the guy can be more there, but knas can be patur. And therefore, since it's a monetary case, he's going to be higher even before Ahmad Abedin on the Kerem Bachomesh. Baruch Hashem, Olam, Amen, Amen.